Hey everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 166, How, What, Where. And it's a practice all about checking in with how you're feeling, what you're feeling, and where you're feeling it. And that's just a method to help you determine your intention for practice uh, and how tough you're going to make it for yourself or how much you want to hold back. So to do that, we'll do a little bit of everything, but we'll lead up to some half-moon variations uh, and some choices in and around handstand. You'll need a couple bricks and a blanket. Get to it. So have a couple bricks and a blanket. Have a couple bricks and a blanket. Yeah. Towel also works. If you don't have a couple bricks, you can just have a couple objects because we'll use them for splits and things. Okay, let's begin. We'll begin with rest, actually, which will be nice. So we'll begin in child's pose. And if child's pose is a little uncomfortable, feel free to prop it. You can always prop between bum and uh, heels or thighs and calves. And have your block underneath forehead. If you have a second block, it can be forward of you so your hands can cuddle it. If you don't like the block underneath you, you can always put a little blanket on top of it. You can always put a little extra padding. But the forehead pressure should in time help you settle in. Make sure elbows are wide enough that shoulders can broaden and soften. Teeth part, so jaw relaxes. If you want to have a little sigh out, that can be quite nice. And after you settle in, you can do like a little forehead massage so you can slowly turn the head up in just very small amount side to side. So the forehead gets a little bit of massage and stimulation. And when you feel like it is concluding, you can just let your head rest in center. Let breath move into your back body. And on this rainy day, just ask yourself, how am I actually feeling? Not what I tell people when they ask me. How am I actually feeling? And underneath that, what am I feeling? How does it manifest? What are the symptoms? And where am I feeling it? And all of this can be good or bad or in between. But how are you feeling? What are you feeling? And where do you feel it? And just give yourself a few breaths just to feel that, whatever it is.
And before we move on, based on how you're actually feeling, decide where you want this practice to take you or what this practice needs to do with how you feel, how it's going to interact. And just set your own intentions for feeling good or feeling whatever you need to feel. Then slowly come up to all fours. And before you start moving, just register how you feel in response to having your head down for a minute or two. Then slowly start moving in and out of your cat-cow. Let it be a little bit investigatory, so it doesn't have to be just the same old cat-cow we always do. You can move a little side to side. You can move your head a little bit more. Yeah, you can sort of wag your tail a little bit. A couple more just to feel in, to be curious into how your body is responding to these shapes. Then... Come up to sit. doesn't matter how you sit. You can sit kneeling or cross-legged. And let's just do a little self-touch and massage. So just grab one side of shoulder with the opposite hand. So I have my right hand on left shoulder. You can do whatever. And just grab and massage. There's nothing, no special technique here. You don't have to be, you know, shiatsu trained. Just sort of grab flesh of neck, of head, collarbone, top of your arm, and the bicep, and give a little wiggle. And sometimes, you know, it, don't think about it, just sort of feel. Sometimes in the back, I find little crunchy bits, and I just give a little movement. Even the warmth of the hand is quite nice. Then let that side finish. Let both arms hang by your side and just ask yourself, oh, how does one arm feel compared to the other? How's one side of neck feel? How's one shoulder feel? Even a little bit of self-touch can do a lot. Let's do the same thing other side. So again, no qualifications needed because we're using light touch and not much leverage. Just sort of get in there, jiggle, wiggle, move, massaging neck, top of shoulder, top of arm, I go a little bit down into bicep and tricep. Then you can grab, you can have like light, light finger manipulation. I'm grabbing with whole palm. You can do whatever. I get a little bit into shoulder blades, so I get some little crunchy sometimes there. And then just let that settle and finish. Both arms hang. All right. Let's set up again in all fours. And we're going to do puppy dog. So that means bum over knees. Arms walk forward like down dog. But as you do that, your butt might want to move forward or back. Try to keep bum over knees. Head in the direction of the ground. Don't force it. And then just sort of find your passive flexibility first. So chest is hanging down. So you gain a little front body stretch into armpit. Then... As you inhale, push down into the arms like you're going to push your mat into the ground and pull it a little bit back. So that activates a little shake in me, and that's all right. As you exhale, just let that all soften so you fall a little bit again into the stretch. Inhale, push the arms down and a little back. 
Exhale, just let yourself hang into it. One more. Push on inhale. Hang on exhale. And then come back up all fours. And we're going to go into half of a side plank. So I'm on right hand, right knee with left leg long. Reach the left arm up and over and just sort of reach and side stretch through the left side and then just circle it around. Give a whole big continuing to circle left arm just around. Do that a couple more times that way. And then circle the other way, reversing the windmill action. Couple more. Okay, and then let's come back down all fours and simply switch sides. So you go to left hand, left knee and shin with right leg long. Reach the right arm up and over your head in this half side plank and just circle it around. We just want movement of arm and shoulder and shoulder blade. Reverse the direction. This to me is feel good stuff. It just sort of primes me for the rest of the day. All right, come back down to all fours. And I think we are ready for down dog. So if socks are still on, you can slide those off. And up and back you go. Up and back you go. Downward facing dog, Christmas jumpers off and all sorts of things. As winter comes along, more, more layering is needed. All right. So investigate your down dog. So that means all your sort of normal wiggles, but just let it be progressive. So I've been thinking, let me start with the knee bend, the foot movement. Let me then go into like knee and hip turn. Yeah. Like hips rising a little up and back and up and back and just sort of finding that. And then to start moving a little bit in and out of hands. So hands take weight a little bit more, shoulders play around. Maybe you sort of try to find that head position. And if you need to change width of hand or foot to feel confident in it, do. Then it's just down dog, but we'll do that little contract relax um, here. So as you inhale, push down through the palms of your hands and your arms and drag a little back. As you exhale, let that all just soften out. We'll do that one more time. As you inhale, there's just a sense of push through the arms, down and back. Exhale, just let it mellow out. And we're just trying to trick the muscles a little bit so they stretch more. Okay, then right foot forward, runner's lunge. So the back knee is up and the hands are down, probably on bricks, because we're gonna work that front leg hamstrings. So hands, I have my hands on high bricks for now and that eventually can shift. So inhale, chest forward in that runner's lunge. Exhale, straighten the front leg until it stops, but try to keep belly and thigh close together. Inhale, re-bend the knee. 
exhale, straighten the leg. And you just work the intensity that feels right for you today. Keep going with that. Inhaling, bend the front leg. Exhale, straighten. If you want to go lower on your blocks or bricks, you can. Bend and straighten. We'll just do one more. Bend and straighten. Stay for a second. Take a breath. Then drop the back knee. Move the right foot wide on the mat so it's outside the right hand. Turn the right toes out about 45 degrees so it's sort of setting up for an externally rotated front leg. Come down onto hands so no more bricks unless you need the brick there. With the right hand, touch the right thigh, the inner thigh, and just push it away. Just push it away. Keep that thigh pushing away. Bring the right hand back down and walk the arms out on the diagonal to the left, keeping the right thigh in place. So an imaginary hand is still pushing the right thigh out. Keep walking the arms out on the diagonal like down dog. If it's right for you, drop the left forearm and keep reaching through the right arm on the ground. So it's sort of a side stretchy lizard. And whilst you're here, just see if the right shoulder blade can move forward down the length of the arm. So we're just getting stretched all the way through the right upper back. Walk it all the way back, downward facing dog. Any little wiggles you need. In your down dog, push down through your arms as you inhale. As you exhale, let yourself receive a little bit of deeper stretch. Do that one more time. Push through the arms. Exhale, receive deeper stretch. Good. Step the left foot forward for your runner's lunge. Hands on blocks or bricks. We're going to do the same process. Inhale, chest forward. Exhale, straighten the front leg, trying to keep belly close to thighs. Just in and out. Inhale, bend. Exhale, straighten. Inhale, bend the front leg. Exhale, straighten. Couple more. If you want to go lower on the bricks, you can. And straighten. Maybe last one. Bend. Straighten and stay. Stay a little bit. Decide how much intensity you need here to feel good. Then bend the front knee. Drop the back knee. Move the left foot outside the left hand. Left toe and foot turn out a little bit. Left hand touches left inner thigh. Just gives it a little push so you sort of feel into left inner thigh. Then hands back down to the mat. Walk the hands out on the diagonal to the right, but imaginary hand is still pushing the left thigh away. Keep walking out like down dog. If you want to come down to right forearm, do so. 
left arm reaches, but you feel like it's the left shoulder blade that is also reaching out. So the root of the arm is from the shoulder blade. Yes, good, good. Then walk it all the way back. Walk back to downward facing dog. We're not gonna do any more of that contract, relax. All I want you to do is find a reasonable amount of intensity for you for that arm and shoulder stretch. And sometimes I like to think, like, what is the maximum I could do here without injury? And what is the minimum I can do without laughing at myself? And find the middle ground. So that middle ground, good sort of growth and work zone. Let's try to work there today, that sort of little safe space. If if you need a little bit more, give yourself more. If you need less, give yourself less. Walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Just have a sigh. Ah, I'm here. As you stay here, feel as if arms are growing longer as you inhale. And as you exhale, hips are growing higher. As you inhale, shoulders and arms are falling towards the ground. As you exhale, hips are growing higher. Just do that one more time. Then a lot of firm weight in your heels. Slowly roll up to stand, keeping arms dangling, head dangling until you're at the top. When you're at the top standing, hands on your body somewhere, wherever you want to touch. Just give yourself a moment to feel. So again, you have permission to feel however you're feeling. And let's use the practice to maybe feel good, maybe just to feel, maybe to transform or celebrate a feeling. But use the practice to connect with how you're feeling. Okay, release the hands down. One half salute. Uh, And I'll I'll tell you this. If you're feeling a little low and want a buzz of energy, focus on your inhale more. If you're feeling too up or anxious, focus on your exhale more to ground. But the same rhythm. Inhale, arms up. Exhale, fold all the way down over your legs. Half lift, inhale. Fold, exhale. All the way up, inhale. Exhale, hands come down and reset by your side. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, fold all the way down. Half lift, inhale. Walk to plank pose. Strong plank Shoulders broaden apart from each other. Exhale, drop your knees and roll to your belly. Set up for locust. Reach the arms straight back. Inhale, lift up locust. Exhale, come down, lift up to all fours. Child's pose, down dog. In your down dog, simply think about the strength of your arms and the width of your shoulder blades. 
So these are things that will help us in our shoulder flexion, which is the flexibility we're working towards. Also think about what intensity you want to bring to this and bring it to it. Next, exhale, simply walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Halfway lift and inhale, nice and high, good. Fold and exhale. All the way up, inhale. Exhale, hands settle down by your side, good. Again, inhale, arms go up. Exhale, fold. Very nice. Halfway lift, inhale. Walk to plank pose. Strong and broad shoulders. Exhale, drop your knees and lift your feet. Half chaturanga all the way down. We lift our feet so bum engages a little bit. All the way down. Set up for cobra. Inhale, come up, cobra. Take your time with it. Hands push down and pull back. Feet push down, pull forward. Exhale, child's pose, downward facing dog. So think about arms aren't just hanging out. There's a little bit of strength and power and activation. Shoulders are broadening. And if you can work the external rotation of the upper arm, which I see you're working towards, it's like the inner elbow is turning a little bit forward which works for most people, but not all, to feel strong in the arms. Okay, if you want to hop, focus on keeping the arms really strong as you hop. Exhale, hop or step forwards. Good, halfway lift and inhale. Fold, exhale. All the way up, inhale. Exhale, hands down by your side. One more. Inhale, arms go up. Fold. Half lift, inhale. Walk to plank pose. Strong and broad upper back. Knees on or off the mat, triceps press, chaturanga into your up dog or cobra. That looks great, Vicky. Good. Then downward facing dog. So we've talked a little bit of the technical stuff. So feeling of shoulder blades widening, the external rotation of the upper arm, and the push down through the palm. Now, again, you know, focus on the intensity that you want to bring to it, but also what breath If you need grounding, focus on exhale. If you need uplift, focus on inhale. Just the quality and richness of it. If you're going to hop, push through those arms. Hop or step forwards. Half lift and inhale. Fold. All the way up. Inhale. Nice. And then hands come down. Good. We're going to work on squatting. So we're just going to do our dynamic squats as we normally do. Have your feet about hip distance wide. For today, let's work on the feet turned out. That'll help us prepare 
for our, uh, uh, we're not going to go all the way down. So don't worry about the, the block. Yeah. So inhale, just sit back. So we're just going to focus on how far we can go sustainably. Exhale, stand all the way back up. Ski the arms back. So they just push back. Bum has a little squeeze. Yeah. Inhale, sit back into your squat with legs externally rotated, which helps with the standing poses to come. Exhale, stand. And you just keep doing that four or five more times. Inhale to sit back. Exhale to stand. And you work on whatever depth helps you feel good or challenges you rightly, but not aggressively. Looking good. A couple more. I could do squats all day. Looking good. Okay. Then the next time you come down, come down to a place you can stay and bring your hands to prayer center of chest. Just make sure heels are taking some weight. Lower back has a little push and lift and you are breathing. If you need like, okay, I'm in squat. This is tough. I need some energy. Focus on your inhale. If you just need to calm yourself down, focus on your exhale. Good. Yeah. That foot width works. Good. Then fold over the legs as you straighten them. You can make them more parallel. Bring them in, yeah. Halfway lift, inhale. Hop or step, plank chaturanga, or skip it and go to down dog. If you do chaturanga, do a back bend. And then we'll meet in downward facing dog. All right. So in a second, we're going to do our standing poses. So we want to get the hips ready. So we'll start with the right leg. Just lift the right leg, bend it, move that leg in whatever way your body says, move me. So just wake up all the rotational capacity of the hip. See how the rest of the body is responding. Good. And then when you're ready, step the right foot forward and come into warrior two. Let's start with hands on hips. Play around with the length of your stance until you're sufficiently challenged or sufficiently holding back. And play around with the, uh, like the width of it, so in terms of right foot and left foot wide or narrow on the mat until pelvis has space. Set where you're going to be. Open the chest. Reach the arms. And the last little thing I forgot, you can always adjust the height of the pelvis up or down until you find sufficient amount of stretch and engagement. For today, turn the palms open, reach out through ring fingers, have a breath. Then cross right elbow on top of left for eagle arms. Bring the forearms together, maybe the hands. You can look in the direction of the elbows and chest, so a little forward, or to the side rather. Lift the elbows a little forward and up, so there's a broadening to upper back without losing your legs, and just breathe into the space between the shoulder blades. Give it another moment. Then open the arms back out. Keep the legs set where they were. Reverse the warrior. Right hip is lifting into it. Right rib cage is lifting into it. Right shoulder blade is lifting into it. And you decide how much intensity. Come down, forearm to thigh, side angle. Just enough time to get yourself set for half moon. So get a brick, a chair, or nothing in front of you. And then right hand comes down to floor or brick or whatever. Lift the back leg. So we're in half moon. 
All right. Get that back leg lifted as high as you want it. Reach the torso forward. If you'd like, reach the left arm towards your ceiling. Breathe into the shape. Just watch that back leg doesn't drift behind you. So back leg goes a little forward in the direction you're looking. Just a smidge. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Take another breath. I know it's tough. It's tough, tough, tough. That's it. That's more centered. Okay. Then both hands come down and you're standing split. This is where bricks and things help. Chair could also help. And all I want us to find in the standing split is chest forward, back leg high. So it's not a rounded standing split. Chest is reaching forward. And for today, raise the bottom heel to some amount. You can always bring it up and down, but try to be more on the ball of the right foot, which might be a little shaky. Push down hands into bricks. One more breath. And then step back, plank or right leg in the air, plank. And then your choice, chaturanga or down dog. Okay, and we meet in downward facing dog. Same process, other leg. So the left leg goes up, bends, turns, move that sucker around. So only you know your hips, your body, what they need to feel juiced up. If it needs to be slow and sort of sensual or if it needs to be sort of fast, it's up to you. Then step that left foot forward, warrior two. Hands on hips so we get to have a moment to set up. With hands on hips, you can focus first on the length of the stance and the height of the pelvis. So you decide how far do I want to go today to feel good. Every day is different. And for for balance and hip space, focus on the width between left and right foot. Then once you're set, reach the arms. For today, palms open for a couple breaths. So we work on that external rotation, which will be one of the factors in our shoulder flexibility, which we're going to use. Okay. Then left arm on top of right, eagle arms. Elbows press a little forward and up, so just a little higher than, a smidge higher than you have them, yeah. Breathe into the space of upper back. Big old stretch for in between shoulder blades. Good. Then open the arms back out. Don't let the legs move. Reverse warrior. Left hip is lifting up. Left rib cage is lifting up. Left shoulder blade is lifting up. So it's a full body action. Come down side angle for a moment. Forearm to thigh. Sometimes it's helpful to scoot the back foot in a little bit. And then bring one hand down, the left hand down to something. And lift the back leg. If you're struggling, just use more height. Sometimes that right leg drifts behind us, which isn't so great. So bring the right leg a little bit towards right side of the mat. Maybe reach right arm up into the air. Good. Another breath. Very good. I know, I know, I know. Okay. Standing split. Both hands down, probably on props. Chest reaches forward rather than rounding. Bottom heel lift. So it's like you're working to being on tippy toes. So very light on the leg, more push through the arms because we're sort of getting ready for handstand-like things. 
step back to plank or left leg in the air plank. And then move through your chaturanga or not. Okay. And then from here, walk or hop yourself forward, standing forward fold. Halfway lift and inhale. Fold. All the way up, inhale. Hands come down. All right. If you just want to do squat again, feet can be hip distance or wider. Maybe turn a little bit out. If you want to work on crow pose, feet are together. Inhale, sit into whatever depth of squat you can stay in. Or crow pose people come all the way down. Stay steady in your squat and breathe. Crow pose people, you are low. Attach your knees to your upper arms. Shift your weight forward. Bend the elbows. Lift a foot or two. Crow pose people, maybe straighten the arms. Last breath. Crow pose, if you want, hop back. Otherwise, walk back. And that includes squat people. You can walk back down dog chaturanga. Yeah. And we'll meet in downward facing dog. Okay. From here, raise the right leg up into the air. Just bend the leg and turn open. Turn open as much as you'd like without losing the strength of the left leg. And just try to get that left hip pulling up and back. That's it. And make sure the left arm does not lose its strength. A little external rotation, like a hollowing of left armpit, really helps. Good. Step forward, warrior two, just as before. And just straight into it. Reach the arms. Turn the palms open. Yes. Another breath. Then, right arm on top, eagle arms, just as before. Elbows a little forward, just as before. Different than before. Tilt the forearms towards the right, just the forearms towards the right. And left ear to left shoulder, just a little bit. That just adds a little extra rotation for right shoulder blade. A little extra neck stretch. Take another breath. Then... Open it back up, warrior two. Reverse warrior, right arm up and back, lifting from hip, rib cage, shoulder, and then right elbow can bend, right hand can rest on the head. No, we're still up, we're still up in reverse. Yeah, right elbow can bend, you can hold the head with the right hand. Yes. Then come down, side angle, have a little moment of pause. Set up for your half moon with any brick or block you're going to use or any prop. Then transfer your weight forward into your half moon pose. This one will be different. So top hand on hip. Look down. Bend the top leg heel to butt. That might be enough. Next stop, grab the foot. Next stop, push the foot into the hand. So it's Ardha Chandra Chapasana. Next stop, float the bottom hand. Another breath. 
then release that into your standing split. Hands on props is nice. If possible, low brick that won't slide or hands on ground. And instead of just hanging out, shift weight forward as the bottom heel lifts. Shift weight back. Shift weight forward. Bottom heel lifts. Top leg lifts. Shift weight back. Do that two or three more times. Maybe add a little hop to it. Just so you put together weight shift and push of arm and the movement of the hips. Good. Last one. And then if you want to hop back and be a little wild, it's the right foot that hops back into Chaturanga with left leg elevated. Or you say, no, thank you. And you move through down dog or Chaturanga. Okay. Yeah, let's keep working with that foot. Raise the left leg up into the air. Just bend and turn. Just bend and turn. Go as far as you want without losing the elevation of the right thigh and hip. Looks really good. And the power of right upper arm, right armpit hollowing a little bit. Good. Step forward, warrior two. Decide on your length and depth, your width. Reach the arms, open the palms. It's a real powerful stance. Yes. Then once you have that, left arm on top, eagle arms. Elbows a little forward and up. Forearms dip towards the left. Right ear dips towards right shoulder. Even a little forward and down as it dips to the right is nice. It's a little extra rotation for left shoulder blade. Open the arms back out. Reverse warrior. Lift from left hip, rib cage, shoulder. Bend the top arm so you can just cradle the head in your hand. So then it becomes the elbow that's reaching up. Come down side angle as a transition. Get any props ready. And then transition into your half moon. Top hand on hip, which might be enough. Bend the top leg, heel to butt. That might be enough. Maybe grab the foot. Maybe as you grab the foot, push it away. Yeah, yeah, grab the trouser. Good. Maybe float the bottom hand. Last breath. I know, it's a toughie. Come into your standing split. Focus on the chest reaching forward. Then the raise of the bottom heel. Then the weight shift. So weight shifts forward as you push into the hands. Shifts back. Weight shifts forward with a push of arms. Weight shifts back. Attach to that a mini or a not mini hop. Good. Last couple. All right. If you want to hop back, hands are on the ground and it's the left foot that hops back. Otherwise, just hop back, step back, or just go straight to down dog. Okay. Then from here, walk your hands backwards towards your feet. Step on the palms of your hands or hold your elbows and just have a moment. Maybe you sigh, you breathe out. I've been 
pushing some buttons to see how you're responding to that. Okay. Lovely. Then wait in your heels, let arms dangle, just roll up slowly, just like we did at the beginning. Okay, three options for your own self-discovery and exploration. Option one, hopping into handstand or something like it with the right foot forward and left leg in the air. Or option two, right leg down, left leg up, warrior three, hands in prayer or holding on to something or reaching. Or option three, right leg forward, maybe hands on bricks, full split. So three options. Right foot down, left leg in the air, handstand hopping or warrior three. Third option, right leg forward, split. And in that warrior three, play around with different arm positions, just sort of see where, where the edges of the pose are for you. For handstand hopping, try to do it with breath. For split, see where you can go without overdoing it. Another couple breaths, playing around. Warrior three, see if you can land softly in high lunge. There we are. We made it. Split people come out of it slowly. Handstanders have a little break. Okay. And then let's do the same thing, other side. So it'll be left foot forward. Warrior three, left foot forward split, or left foot on the ground, handstand hopping. Warrior three is play around with different arm positions, especially that arms forward, even if it makes you fall over. Hoppers, make sure you do it with breath and not too quickly. Split people, try to keep hips facing forward and, and you know, be kind to your edges. Warrior three, how softly can you land? How softly can you land? Yes. And then let's all meet back down dog or child's pose. That three options. Three options. Okay. And then let's come forward to sit and then lie down with knees bent. We're going to do three back bends, but before we do it, just have a few moments of just breathing, asking yourself how you feel. How much intensity do you really need to feel good in your body today? So you can do like the most demanding thing or you can do the most mild thing. It's all fine and dandy as long as it serves you. So set your hands. Let's all start with bridge actually. Hands by your side. Use your feet, use your glutes, use your thighs to slowly come up to bridge. A good little test to make sure you're using your glutes for me is just to come down with the hips a few centimeters and then use definitely bottom bum and thigh to come back up. And so you just sort of know, like, all right, I'm in there, I'm in there. Heels are working. Yeah, you can wiggle the arms underneath if that gives you more and you want more. And just take a couple nice full breaths into the shape which you just made. 
I'm emphasizing that hamstring and glute stuff just because we just stretch them so much. Okay. Slowly come down. I love the process of coming down. Take a couple of breaths on the ground. Ask yourself, how much do I really need to do to feel good? Sometimes I think, well, I don't really want to do the harder thing, but it'll actually make me feel better. So you just have to ask yourself those tough questions. Second round, bridge or work on some version of a wheel, hands by the side of your head. Press into your hands, press into your feet. Up you come, bridge or wheel. Make sure you're using bottom, bum, and thigh. Bridge people especially, you can play around with foot position until you feel like I'm in my legs. Wheel people, reach through those arms. We did just so much shoulder flexibility stuff along with uh, all the, the hamstring stuff. So work on the reach of the arm. Okay. When this round is complete, come down, have a little pause. That might have been a long time for wheel, so that's okay. Last round. Big or small. You decide the intensity. Come on up. Last round. And you decide how long you need to stay. Just take a few breaths. And when you're done, just come down and knees can knock out or they can knock in, but don't start doing like folds and twists and stuff because we're going to do another back bend in a second. Just let weight settle. Listen to the description first. We're going to do supported bridge, meaning your sacrum and the top of your pelvis will be supported by a brick on low setting or a cushion uh, or a bolster. What we're adding to it is a folded blanket behind your shoulder blades, so through the top of your upper back, and your head and neck will still be on the mat. But a folded blanket or towel, just a little bit of height will be helpful underneath shoulder blades. So set this up, take your time. So you just have a little extra height. If it's very thin, just make sure it's folded enough that it gives you a little bit of lift, but wide enough for your torso, yeah. Head is on the mat. So we're just giving neck space so neck doesn't get squashed. Come up into your bridge, get your whatever you're gonna use underneath sacrum and top of pelvis. And then once you sort of have the prop set, it's on its low setting, it doesn't have to be high. Once you have it set, lift off of it into a rather high bridge for you. So lift off of it for a second, hips go high, snuggle the arms a little bit or a lot underneath. So chest is definitely pitched up. Then bum comes back down to the support or you know sacrum and top of pelvis comes back down to the support. So hopefully in the passive supported state, your chest is pitched up a little bit more than usual and your lower back has a little bit more arch than usual on the supported bridge. If you need to make adjustments for comfort, do so. 
The folded blanket is there just to give your neck space so it doesn't squash. After you, you know, receive comfort in this and feel satisfied, you can always adjust it however you want. Ask yourself, what type of breath do I need? Do I need to invigorate myself with a little inhale? Do I need to ground myself with a little exhale? And then we're going to stay here two minutes, and I'm going to be quiet, and I just want you to receive this restorative inversion. So if brain starts having a party, remember you can focus on the quality of your breath and the type of breath. All right, let's see what happens with two minutes. Last few breaths. Then take your time to slowly lift off of the support underneath pelvis, move it away, and slowly come down. And then you can roll to your side once that's out of the way, remove what's underneath your shoulders, and then lie down on the mat, knees bent. So you're just on the mat, nothing underneath you. Then we're going to do a twist. So arms are open. Knees fall to the right. If you'd like and have that blanket, you could throw it between your thighs if that's helpful. Otherwise, knees can be stacked, staggered, or top leg wrapped around bottom. So stacked, staggered, or top leg wrapped around bottom. So you decide, where is the twist really good for me today? Where does it get my good stuff? 
And do I want to add more intensity, like using that, yeah, that right hand to draw the thigh down or reach the left arm a little bit more out on the floor, maybe on a slight upward diagonal? And just make sure you're in a nice rich breath for yourself that soothes, that says, I know how I feel. Let me give it comfort or let me celebrate it or let me bring a little bit of ease towards it. When you're ready, same thing, other direction. Knees can be stacked or staggered or top wrapped around bottom. And take a moment to sort of ask yourself, okay, where, where on this side, which is different, where do I get that good part of my back that's just saying, help me, <laughs> give me some love? Where is that spot? And do I need to add intensity? Do I need to pull that thigh down or is that not really help? Do I need to reach that right arm out or is that not really needed today? When you feel balanced, hug your knees in or happy baby. When you feel balanced. And just let happy baby be really like, oh, I'm ready to ground now. I'm, I'm near the end. So my back can be in contact with the ground. My teeth can part, my shoulders can spread. Then when you're ready, release that and start setting up for your Shavasana. So you can prop underneath knees. If you have uh, bricks, sometimes they're nice underneath hamstrings. And that blanket might be nice behind your head. And as you set up, it might be nice actually to hold your head for a moment. So you can cradle the head in your hands. And as you cradle that head, you can like massage it a little bit. Sort of see what it needs. Just hold or massage. You mean like lengthen the head a little up and back. And then I'm going to go quiet in a second once you're settled and head is settled and arms are by your side. And when I go quiet, you might go quiet or you might go into full, full steam ahead dialogue in your head. If that's okay, if that happens, it's okay. But know that you can soothe it by paying attention to your breath and where you are in your space. You just give yourself a little time to let all of that settle. Let's have a few minutes of quiet.
And before we move on, just ask yourself, how do I feel after all that? How do I feel? What am I feeling? And where do I feel it? And when you're ready, you can walk the feet in and roll to one side and just have a little moment there. And then eventually up to sit. Hands on your body just so you connect. Offer kindness towards yourself. Let's share that. Big breath in. Let it out. You can bow or you can touch the ground. Okay. That is it. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com and please leave reviews wherever it is that you listen.